Welcome to the Migraine Miracle Moment. I'm your host, Dr. Josh Turknett. I'm a neurologist, migraine specialist, migraine sufferer, and author of the book, The Migraine Miracle. In this podcast, you'll learn all about how to find your path to migraine freedom without pills. Let's get started. All right, so welcome to the Miracle Moment question of the week. So again, one of our premium uh, resources for migraineurs is Migraine Neverland. And once a week, uh, I get together with the members of Migraine Neverland for a group coaching session, which we refer to as the clinic chat. And in the clinic chat, members submit their questions in advance, and I pull several of them to answer during our uh, live chat where we all have a conversation about them. And we always have a great time, and I think it's one of the most popular features of being a member. And there we're usually discussing things that are not only highly relevant to the migraineur, but also highly relevant to uh, migraineurs who are implementing the Migraine Miracle Plan. And if you'd like to take part in these uh, chats and submit questions and also get all the other benefits of Migraine Everland, uh, you can learn more at mymigrainemiracle.com forward slash end of migraine. So this week's uh, question of the week is actually kind of two questions that I'll be answering uh, in one fell swoop. Um, So the first one came from uh, Alexandra, uh, which was, what are the most common mistakes or hurdles that get in the way of progressing from phase three to four? And she is specifically referring here to the phases uh, that are on the timeline of migraine freedom. Uh, So uh, going from phase one to phase four, and you can learn more about uh, those phases. And uh, you can also take a quiz to kind of know where you are on the timeline timeline and kind of what the next steps would be to move yourself from one phase to another. You can learn more about that at mymigrainemiracle.com forward slash migraine hyphen freedom. So again, Alexander's question here is, what are the most common mistakes that get in the way of progressing from phase three to phase four? And essentially phase four is hitting uh, migraine freedom. And then the next question comes from Allison, uh, who says, I'm wondering if there are any variables other than being sure to recover from rebound headaches that would hinder achieving migraine freedom from this plan. I have tried so many things in the past that have not worked. I keep wondering, could this really work for me? A common theme in listening to success stories of others with migraine is that every solution seems to be so individual. The question I'll be covering first is what might some hidden or overlooked barriers be to moving further along the timeline to migraine freedom? And the first thing I'd I'd say is just to remember that uh, it's best to view this as a recovery process. In many cases, we're talking about recovery uh, from years of recurrent migraines, uh, along with, uh, you know, frequent medications and so on. And that's a process that takes time. And that recovery process won't always be a straight line. So it's not uncommon to sometimes take two steps forward and then a step back. Sometimes, as I've said before, life gets in the way. And that's why focusing on progress over time and looking at a sufficiently long time horizon to assess that um, is so important. And secondly, while it's definitely true that everyone's particular way of implementing the plan may look different, um, don't be misled into into thinking that what they're doing is fundamentally different in some capacity. So uh, I do think it's essential that folks customize the plan to their own lifestyle and preferences and so on, uh, because forcing everyone to do the exact same thing would be really impractical. Um, And I also think this is essential because 
customizing it in this way um, allows you to see yourself as the primary driver and determinant of your own success rather than your doctor or anybody else. And so regardless of what someone's specific way of implementing the plan looks like, what's universal across them is that they're always going to be addressing the three pillars of protection. And once again, those three pillars are eliminating rebound headaches or medication-induced vulnerability, eliminating mismatched foods and behaviors, and establishing metabolic flexibility. But how one person builds those pillars may look different and completely different uh, than someone else. So, for example, you could have two people fulfilling the three pillars who are eating none of the same foods, doing none of the same kinds of physical activity, um, which could give the appearance that what they're doing is different, even though fun fundamentally they're addressing the very same things. And when it comes to the pillar of eliminating rebound headaches, um, some people, like Gregory, who was on the recent podcast, and others that we've highlighted on our community, have used what I'd call a cold tur turkey approach. And so they concentrate a lot of agony in the short term in exchange for a faster progression on the timeline, whereas others will elect to do a slower approach. approach and both of those are completely w uh, valid ways of doing it. Probably the most common mistake we see is folks not realizing how little medication it takes to matter. So we'll sometimes hear things like, I only take medication once a week, so I know they're not an issue, or something to that effect. And that's why I spend so much time on this particular topic, because it is so often a hidden barrier, um, because the messaging that's been out there around, uh, around this has been misleading. And then as far as eliminating mismatches in diet and lifestyle goes, um, I'd say sleep and stress, even though people have an awareness of their impact, I think they're still probably the two largest hidden barriers. And sleep may be the biggest because, uh, simply because it plays such a huge role in migraine. Um, and in my experience, is probably the thing that most often um, prevents movement from phase three to phase four. And that's also partly because it's not uncommon for folks to not realize that they're not getting adequate sleep. Um, part, sometimes it's because they haven't actually experienced what that feels like in a very long time. And so for someone who feels like they're stuck on the timeline, I think that making sure uh, you're implementing all of the recommendations in the sleep guide um, that I've put out is, is essential. And uh, you can find that at mymybrainmiracle.com forward slash sleep. Also, paying attention to the timing of your meals, um, which is something I've discussed in the past, um, is also really important as that plays a significant role in sleep and in uh, circadian rhythms. So the kind of the ideal here being to eat when the sun is up and I ideally to allow uh, four hours between the last meal and bedtime. And finally, if someone has adequately addressed the three pillars and has still not reached phase four, then there may be a few areas, uh, additional areas to consider. So the first of these would be um, gut health. So in some instances, there may be issues with gut barrier function that aren't corrected um, by adopting an ancestral uh, diet and eliminating mismatch foods. Um, in particular, that would usually involve some kind of uh, bacterial overgrowth. The second would be uh, unrecognized nutrient deficiencies. So 
Uh, thanks, probably in large part, to our modern palate, some folks avoid uh, some of our best sources of micro micronutrients like um, organ meats or whole fish or egg yolks. And one thing this could impact, uh, for example, would be um, folate metabolism, uh, which appears to have a role in migraine. And um, lots of attention, incidentally, has been given recently to the MTHFR mutation and um, supplementation in folks where, who have that mutation. Uh, but the um, clinical experience in this area is actually showing that the um, optimal strategy here is primarily to boost um, folate metabolism with diet rather than supplements, and those might only be an add-on in certain case, cases. That'll be a topic in a future Miracle Moment episode. And then the third thing would be... Um, hidden environmental exposures to toxins. Again, this was a subject of a recent podcast um, about whether or not migrant errors need to detox. And again, this is probably only an issue in the minority of folks, um, but some people may have high exposures to specific environmental to uh, toxins that they're un unaware of. And again, of these three things, you know, um, gut barrier function, uh, nutrient deficiencies, and hidden environmental exposures, I don't think they're going to be a significant issue in most folks. And that's because um, we've seen so many people who have progressed all the way to phase four without needing to tend in particular to, to any of these things. So this is only sort of a customization that happens uh, after those things are in place. Um, and this includes... You know, many people who have had uh, chronic migraine for decades on multiple medications, been to all sorts of migraine clinics all over, and implementing the plan have uh, moved to migraine freedom without the need for medications. But in instances where folks uh, aren't making progress, uh, then these are uh, relevant things to consider. And then the other thing that these questions kind of touch upon is, uh, you know, this idea of will this actually work for me? Um, I know that uh, People with migraines especially uh, don't want to get their hopes up for anything. I think uh, the, the typical experience is one of disappointment uh, with the next greatest you know, treatment. Um, that's been true of, of all of the pharmaceuticals that have come along over the years uh, that promise to reduce chronic migraines and some of the other uh, types of devices and so on uh, that promised a, a cure. And time and again, people, you know, got their hopes up that this would be the next great thing, and then uh, things didn't get better or may have even worsened over time. So I understand this sort of um, tension between wanting to believe things will get better, but also not wanting to set yourself up for disappointment. And what I would say is, number one, um, as I've talked about before, you know, I've been a practicing uh, neurologist and migraine specialist um, for over a decade and a migraineur my entire life. And I haven't seen anything that can come close to getting the kind of results that the plan can get. So much so that I would consider the three pillars of protection that I, dis that I discussed earlier as sort of a necessary foundation. So if you were going to ask the question, am I going to get into graduate school if I get a college degree? Well, the answer to that would be not necessarily. But the related question of could I get into graduate school without a college degree would be absolutely not. So getting the degree is necessary. Uh, getting the college degree is necessary if you want to move on to graduate school. And that's the kind of the same way I view these fundamental principles um, of building the three pillars of protection, which is the goal of the Migraine Miracle Plan. 
And the other thing is, uh, as I've also talked about before, I consider this to also simply be the foundations of a healthy lifestyle and uh, the way of ensuring um, a life that's well-lived and reduces the chances as best as possible of chronic illness and disease. So regardless, you know, migraines or no migraines, um, this is how I would eat and live no matter what. Um, it's a happy uh, coincidence that it also happens to be uh, the most effective way to get rid of migraines. So I consider the three pillars to be um, a necessary foundation for reaching phase four with the possibility that in some instances um, some further individualization may be needed. Just like uh, you must have a college degree if you want to get into grad school, grad school, but it's not a guarantee that you'll get there. I would also add that in my experience working with folks that um, typically uh, when people get stuck or feel like there's a hidden barrier, um, it's oftentimes due to a missing piece um, that they kind of missed out on the plan or sort of overemphasizing one aspect over another. And we've seen multiple people now who've uh, come in, into the Migrant Everland community, gone through the Beast Slayer Training Academy, um, as Gregory talked about in, the, in his recent podcast, and filled in some gaps in their understanding that really allowed them to move down the timeline and are now doing great. So that was the entire goal uh, of the Beast Slayer Training Academy. I could see that some folks, after reading the book and after trying to put in the plan in action and maybe getting some sort of uh, confusing information from other sources around the Internet and so on, um, we had some gaps in their understanding or their knowledge and, and which affected the implementation and just going through the, the academy kind of filled in those gaps and allowed them to do the things they needed to move them along. So by and large, I would say that's going to be the primary uh, barrier. And so if anybody feels stuck or feels like they've struggled a bit, I would highly recommend um, going through the Beast Slayer Training Academy. And again, you can learn more about that uh, at mymigrainemiracle.com forward slash academy. Um, we are also uh, today, in fact, uh, starting our uh, next um, keto challenge. So we do the um, keto blast periodically, which is our 30-day keto challenge. So you've heard me talk in the past about uh, nutritional ketosis and how uh, many with people with migraines are using that as an additional tool, uh, oftentimes to move them um, more quickly down the timeline to migraine freedom. So that's launching this weekend. You can actually um, sign up through the end of uh, Sunday, February the 18th. Um, so to do so, to learn more about it and to sign up, you can go to mymigrainemiracle.com forward slash ketoblast. That's K-E-T-O-B-L-A-S-T. Okay, so that's it for this episode of the Miracle Moment Question of the Week. Now it's time to go out there and slay the beast.